You're listening to the Digital Barbell Podcast. Our mission is to provide you with a clear path to health and fitness through education, coaching, and accountability. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Blakely Fletcher, and we are here to serve you. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review so that we can reach more people. You can find us daily on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell. Now, let's get to today's topic. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Digital Barbell Podcast. We are really excited to have you guys here. We appreciate all of you. We've got a great topic today. Today, we're talking all about the all or nothing mentality, which is a huge stumbling block in many areas of life with many people. Uh, super common, so I'm excited to dig into this topic. But first, I figured we would tell you something you might not know about us. I'm going to tell you something about Blakely, and she's going to do the same about me. Mm. Here we go. <laughs> she doesn't know what I'm going to say. All right, so Blakely, I guess was, I don't think it really is, is anymore, a huge right. New Kids on the Block <laughs> fan. And I'm not it, talking... wasn't? I'm not talking about when she was in junior high. This yeah. continued, yes, you were... But this continued into adulthood, like kind of like made their like reunion. They had a reunion, of course. Yeah, they're like, we need you to get to some. go back. We are running out of money. We got to come back <laughs> and do right. some concerts. So there was this experience where she went to a New Kids concert in Houston. As an adult. I'm pretty sure you were in the front row somehow, right? Yeah. You know the experience I'm talking yeah. about? So you ended up in the front row. I still don't know that happened. <laughs> How much did we pay for that ticket? Um, and anyway, I guess they were filming this for something and it was a Joe, it was Joey McIntyre reached down and, and like grabbed her hand in the front row. How do you know all this? Because <laughs> yes, because I married you and you legit like almost fainted. I, maybe you did faint. I, didn't I don't faint, know. No. You like, you took He's... a step back. I mean, okay, so anybody who, anybody who grew up liking the New Kids on the Block used to watch the videos and be in, like, the very top row at concerts, you know, as a, as a whatever you call yourself, a teenager yeah, and stuff like that. So me and my friends, you know, did, did all that stuff. And then, you know, they do the reunion, and, and we like, okay, let's just, because the group, there was, like, a group of, like, three of us that just went to every concert together, you know, when we were young. And, uh, like, my mom would drive us there. It was awesome. It was anyway, awesome. <laughs> so like, um, we go we go to the reunion concert and we did. I I actually don't know how we got front row. I think my friend Stephanie hooked us up somehow, but we did end up in the front row. And then like during the "Please Don't Go Girl" song, Joe got down on his knee and held my hand and sang to me. And like that's like the ep- and it was on. They were recording like a video, and it became like a DVD. And so like as a, I wish you guys could see her. Her face is beat red as she's telling the story. It's like one of those dreams come true. Like you grow up, you love these people, and then like you can never get close to them, and then this happens, and you're in, you know, I don't know. It was yeah. just like a and really. You, and you thought you were gonna marry one. It of was them. like a really cool experience, as you know. Yeah. Looking back, like wow, you know, uh-huh. you know, it just shows you <laughs> hard work pays off. <laughs> For them or for you, I don't know. <laughs> Me, I worked hard, you know. Uh, all those years of going to the concerts. Yep. You paid your <laughs> it, it paid off. Oh, my gosh. So there you go. I now know. you know something about Blakely. Oh, I don't, so have, she's, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you'll look at your coach the same after this. I think they will. It's exciting. Joe McIntyre holding your hand. Um, Jonathan, he, he used to drag me. This is when we were dating. 
to junkyards to look for parts for old cars. <laughs> and that was quite an experience. Like you'd walk in, like rats would run out and ugh, it was, now like looking the, back, I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Yeah. That seems like a previous life. Yeah. You just look through junk piles, junkyards and well, there, there it, were, it was like, yeah. These were the junkyards where you like walked in yourself and you had to remove the parts. Yeah. Off of the cars I remember that you we would carry tools around yeah. and you'd have to like get in junky, disgusted, busted out window <laughs> cars, like so many rats and stuff. Ugh. That's a good date, if you ask yeah, me. Yeah, that's a good date. Wow, it's amazing that you <laughs> married me after. And it's like you find one little, like, here's the knob for the radio. This is yeah. what I was looking for. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, my gosh. All right, well, there's that. All so right. maybe we'll keep this up. I kind of like that. Oh, gosh. All right, well, let's talk real quick about the sponsor of today's episode. Today we are sponsored by Hot Tea. Ooh. Hot Tea. It's a broad category for us to get. We're really excited about this one because... <laughs> Yeah. Can it be celestial seasonings? Yeah, I mean it's all of them. It's Trader Joe's. It's celestial seasonings. It's uh, Bigelow, whatever. Because the deal is like we are crushing through some hot tea right yeah, now. Yeah. It's like it's a good it's substitute. Like a box a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's good when you want something hot, but you don't want all the caffeine from mm-hmm. coffee. It's good in the evening before you go to bed. Yeah. So we are just crushing through some tea right now. I mean, my favorite is the Trader Joe's Harvest Blend. I like the Celestial Seasonings Bingle Spice. Yeah. I don't say that word. I like the way you say Bingle. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Bingle Tiger. It's a Bingle Tiger. That's all Yeah, that's Ben. I I mean, maybe you do say Bingle, but it's spelled Bengal. Bengal. Either way. All right, so let's get into the topic today. We're talking about the all or nothing mentality. This is like a huge one. I can't really think of anybody who hasn't struggled with this at some point and working with people on their exercise and nutrition. I mean, it's something we see all the time. I mean, it's probably one of the things that holds more people back than anything else. I don't have any statistics to back that up, but just anecdotally for sure, I think so. So um, what the heck is the all or nothing mentality? It's when you see things in your life is in completely black and white terms. You either are a winner or a loser. You succeeded or you failed. Something is either good or bad. You either won at it or you lost at it. There's really nothing in between. You don't have any middle ground. It's like a, like flipping a light switch. It's either on or it's off. And then the other side of it is kind of a behavioral thing where we use times where we make a decision that we didn't want to make as a reason to continue making bad decisions because of that first thing. We feel like we've already failed. So it kind of like puts the brakes on any effort because uh, we just continue like this snowball of bad decisions because we already made one. Yeah, I mean, and we can see this play out in both, like you said, in the exercise world and in the nutrition world. You know, I would say in the exercise world, you know, we see this play out where like if someone were to miss just a few days in a row and they completely, you know, throw in the towel and abandon ship on what they were doing just because of a few days missed. Yeah. Um, you know, another another example would be, you know, quickly jumping from like program to program either because something's hard or you feel like something's not working immediately mm-hmm. and not, you know, not having like that patience to just see, see what you started through, yeah. you know, and I think I would even add in not even starting something because of, you know, and you could insert a million excuses here, but <laughs> it's kind of like that zero or a hundred, you know, I'm, I'm in or I'm out of it. Yep. Like, you know, like you said, the black or white. Yeah. And then on the nutrition side, the us- the way this usually plays out is like somebody will decide they, um, they want to do something. They're 100% committed to it. 
and they they start down this journey and then at some point during the process because you're human you make a mistake you make a decision you didn't want to make and you you like use that as a reason to make three or four more bad decisions after it Um, or you just say like well i've already failed at this i might as well just quit because it didn't work i wasn't perfect Mm -hmm. and it really just like puts a halt to any progress for both of those reasons yeah, and you know, I think the biggest um, the biggest thing is the stakes. If if you if with having an all or nothing mentality, like the stakes are huge in this, you know, and really the stakes to me are just time. Mm-hmm. Like time just continues to go by us. So if yeah. we if we start something, um, we miss we miss or we mess up and we completely abandon it, and then we time we, goes we by. Yeah, there time just continues to slip by. Yeah, and then you know. The, the danger of time just slipping by with with no activity toward what we were working toward in the beginning was it just feeds into this feeling that we're not capable of doing the things that we were trying. We're not capable of change. We're not capable of doing hard things. You know, I think that that's probably one of the biggest states. Yeah. It's just like, like you said, it feeds into the mindset. It's like this negative loop that just continues on. Like you start off with these good intentions, but then you get to a point where you mess up and you feel like you failed therefore you're a failure and that like keeps you from starting again and then when you do get the the whatever you call it the motivation up to mm-hmm. to start again and then invariably you fail again at some point fail I use that word like I'm trying to change that but right. um it's just this thing that continues on and on and like it it affects your view of yourself over the long term yeah. and then from like a physical standpoint on the nutrition side too like you're you're just digging yourself further and further into a hole because of this process going on for so long. Like you can continue to get further and further away from the health goals yeah. that you have um, just because you, you never make any progress because you quit every time you fail or you just keep making bad decisions after making one instead of getting right back on track. Yeah. Like, so like this, this weekend we were watching the CrossFit games on, on TV in or whatever on, on YouTube <laughs> on streaming and they had like in, in the breaks they had, they did really put out some amazing commercials this year. Yeah. And one in particular was a guy that I interviewed, you know, and he was heading, he was like 30 something, like mm-hmm. 33, I think, and heading toward like obesity and, and being yeah. very unhealthy, diabetes, diabetes and... like, you know, and he, at that time, and he was like, I felt fine, yeah. but like, I felt fine. You know, I knew I was overweight and unhealthy, but I felt okay. But like, I looked at like what my life would be like in the next 10 years mm-hmm. if I continued down this path. And I think that that's the, the danger in all this stuff. And that's what we're always after is just like being healthier, living longer, yeah. saving off that like dependence yep. as we get older. And it's hard to see when you're, maybe you're not the healthiest person, but you're not feeling bad. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm okay. But then that, I'll do the, it later. it's the time that continues to slip by and gets right. away from us. A decade goes by and we're in a worse than when we were yeah our our health is declined maybe we have more body fat to lose like maybe we're weaker and it's going to be even harder to start an exercise program so it's it's a slippery slope it is and like the stakes of doing this is important like you said so really like this whole thing starts out in the brain Mm -hmm. (laughs) i wish i could say there's something like you could just do physically to make this go away but it really starts out with changing those self-limiting beliefs that you have about yourself and setting those expectations you have for yourself. And this kind of starts with like the way that you 
define yourself, the way that you talk to yourself. This might come as a surprise to people, but you don't necessarily have to believe everything you say about yourself. Mm -hmm. Some of that stuff is just lies that you tell yourself and it's holding you back. So, you know, believing that you are capable of making these changes is a, is a huge part of making this work from the get go. You know, saying things to yourself like, um, I can't get up in the morning to work out. I can't control myself around sweets. You're putting yourself as a victim in this situation who's completely powerless from mm -hmm. the get-go. So you have to fix that to start. You are a person who's capable of making change. You're not limited by what you believe about yourself. You can change what you believe about yourself by redefining how you talk about yourself. And then, you know, this is so important because those thoughts that you have about yourself, they drive the actions that you take and they influence the emotions that you have around the things that you do. So it's just super powerful to start with a place from a place that puts you in a situation where you know that you can change. So that's, that's a huge part of this. And like yeah. I said, it's all between the ears. For sure. For sure. You know, in, in statements like, you know, I'm on or off a diet <laughs> is like a, like, you know, like we said, it's like this or that, you know, like versus a mindset mindset shift to, you know, I'm on a path of health and fitness Yeah. and you know, this path will have twists and turns along the way. There'll be ups and downs, you know, um, I might, you know, take a few steps back and then, you know, many steps forward, but like, I'm, that's, that's like shifting your mind to like, I'm headed in this direction, yeah. not just like I'm doing this or I'm not doing it. That's so, I love that. It's like, and I, I give challenges a hard time a lot. I'm talking about like, you know, do this 30 day challenge or whatever, mm -hmm. because those have start and end dates and like something that keeps coming up over and over again when we interview our clients for podcasts is how they change their mindset to, to, from that to yeah. like okay, this is like my life now. Like right. I'm, a, I'm a healthy person who does these things for myself. And it's not that um, I'm looking for a finish line to when this is over. It's, it's like learning that this is a process. And part of that process is overcoming this all or nothing mentality mm -hmm. of knowing that, of, you know, switching from I failed at it, I'm stopping. Right. Failing is just part of the process. And if you don't think of it as, as failure, it's just another day, another bump in the road that as you look back on your life will be insignificant because you kept going past that. Yeah. And I think another component to these like self-limiting, you know, beliefs is that we don't, we don't tend to give ourselves the same advice or even forgiveness that we would give a friend or yeah. someone else, you know, we're generally much harder on ourselves than we are on others. And I, and I think that has a lot to do with us being, you know, very like hard on ourselves. Yeah. And like, we think like as soon as we start something, we should be like, it should be working. We should be great at it, you yeah. know? And like, there shouldn't be like this, like learning process and curve and like, maybe it's tough in the beginning and then we'll get better yeah. as we grow. It is and, so funny. Like to think yeah. about that, like, I mean, even you and I talk about things, we'll approach each other and be <clears> like, Hey, like, what do you think about, or really not even that nice. It's more like, I feel bad about this, about myself. Yeah. Like you and I will talk about stuff like that. And then the other one is like, well, like you're being so hard on yourself. Like think about if one of our clients came to us with that same question or thought, like, wouldn't you advise them that they're being too hard on right. themselves and exactly. kind of give them some perspective. So, um, you know, in addition to starting off with a mindset, knowing that you are capable of change, it's like being aware that most people's tendency at the beginning is going to be to be super hard on themselves. Mm -hmm. So when you catch yourself in those times, think about, okay, if, a friend came to me with this exact same thing. What kind of advice 
would I give them? Yeah. And we wouldn't like if we were watching something on a show or we were seeing a friend do this in, in their life, we wouldn't like as soon as they tried something and they, they you know, quote, failed a little bit, we wouldn't be like, let them give up. We wouldn't just be like, oh, well, they should have just given up. We <laughs> right. would have been like, try again. You can do this. You know, you know yeah. we would encourage them to continue on. Yeah, but we don't sometimes allow that to ourselves and we just... If it, you know, if there's a stumbling block, it's like, well, that's it. That's it. Yeah. It's all over. And I think a big part of this too, and you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but was is like going into this with the expectation that you are going to fail mm-hmm. at some point. You need to have realistic expectations going in, and it'll set you up for those times when it happens, and you have less of a chance of just turning off the switch altogether. But it's not. It's not like failing. Yeah, that's the wrong word. Like, I need a better it might be word. Like stumbling or you know it won't be perfect it won't it won't always be working out exactly as planned right it might be like you said like i said like you know three steps forward one step back three steps forward one step back yeah like i think we were talking about this earlier and you gave the example of like learning a new instrument like if i was to like pick up one of your guitars i couldn't just expect myself to play or even like feel comfortable with my hands on the strings like i i've tried this before and and it's hard (laughs) and like it hurts your fingers and i can't reach across like you can but it doesn't mean like i'm not capable of it like i just it's just like one of those things it's like if i I tried it the first time and then just put the guitar around i'll never try this again that's that's where the all nothing mentality came in you know yeah i'm like i'm not good at it (laughs) yeah i think the learning instrument is a really good one i think i remember writing an email on this subject and sending it out. And I, I wrote it from like a story perspective and like a parent was trying to help their uh, kid learn to play the piano. I think it was. And the example was the kid started playing, everything was going great. And then they hit a wrong note. The parent walked over, slapped the kid's hands, <laughs> pulled him away from the piano. He's like, <laughs> like, that's it. You can't play piano. Obviously yeah. you hit a wrong note. Right. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> Let's try you're, something else. You're a failure. And that's like yeah. hyperbole and like a pretty, extreme example but that's what you do to yourself when you use yeah. this all or nothing mentality um, so i think and, we've defined this like really well i think we should start to talk about like how how we stop this even you know like how do we even right. stop this mindset yeah because that's the that's, that's what the it big is thing it, yeah. here. it's a it's a mindset shift yeah it has to happen in your brain okay so let's talk about the ways that we're going to overcome this all or nothing mentality walk away with some practical steps here on how to do this so it begins with your thoughts, like we talked about. You got to change the way you think because those thoughts are going to become actions. And <laughs> I think about the um, that Seinfeld episode where he's talking about breaking up with somebody. He's like, "You can't break up with somebody all at once. You know, it's it's like a Coke machine. You have to <laughs> yeah, tip it back to and forth a, a few times before like you have to rock it back and forth a few times. Yeah, before it falls <laughs> before over. It falls so." Over. You got to know going into this that funny. don't use the all or nothing mentality with the idea of overcoming the all or nothing mentality. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna you're gonna stink at true. it. You're gonna stink at this at first too, right. but you'll get better with it over time. Definitely see that transformation over a few months with mm-hmm. people all the time. So um, that's expectation number one, and then you got to know that all this starts in your brain with the way that you talk to yourself. Yeah. Change the way you talk to yourself. Stop using words like can't won't, never, those kinds of negative things that limit the way that you think about yourself. Yeah, and so it's like basically giving yourself a break, you know? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> cut yourself some slack, yeah. dude. And, like, and, and understand that as this gradual change happens, this will get better, but you have to stop defining your journey in these extreme terms of failure and winning. I lost, I failed, I gave up, those kinds of things, those 
those really extreme things. You have to get out of the process, out of the process of doing that. It's, it's holding you back. So start to look at um, these things as just learning experiences, really. Mm-hmm. You know, when these things happen that you don't want to do or you didn't intend to do, take a step back from the situation. Like I'm talking literally, like think about, stop what you're doing. Think about what just happened. What were the triggers around that scenario? What were the thoughts that led up to that? And then come up with a plan moving forward that helps that not happen again. Mm-hmm. And if it does, repeat the process. And it will gradually change the way that you react to those times when they do happen. Yeah, I think another way to, to not fall into this mindset but not mindset is to not compare yourself to others. You know, maybe something that worked for someone else might not always work for you. And, um, you know, in the same tone, like something that works for you might not work for your friend or for someone else. Yeah, and don't look at somebody else's result as a standard for you to exactly. achieve also. I mean, this is so true with the scrolling nature of yeah. today's life yeah. like you're constantly just scrolling through the highlight reel of other people's lives and and those are curated moments of mm-hmm. when they felt like a winner or maybe they didn't and they just want to portray that so setting yourself up to feel like that's what you're after is just is just a recipe yeah. for failure do not first of all you don't know what's going on with that person they're probably right. struggling with the exact same thing you are so you know Eliminating that kind of goal setting from your life based on nothing is a good way to, to yeah, start with this and too. I feel like that's really, like you said, that, that scrolling thing made me think, you know, just like, especially in the like fitness world, like there's a million of these like fitness programs and, and what we see when we scroll through their feeds is like what they want us to see and the results they want us to see. And so whenever we are like, say we're like on a, we want to get like a muscle up. And we, and we start like a, a six weeks to a muscle up program and, and we're, we're seeing all these people get muscle ups after six weeks. We, we have no idea like what they've done, yeah. like what yeah. they've been doing, how much they've been doing it. We just see like the beginning and then the end and you know, we're comparing ourselves to that. Like if we, in six weeks I'm supposed to have this muscle up or, you know. Yeah. Or if you like see that. somebody achieve, like, you know, significant weight loss. Yeah. You've got no idea what their journey was like. You've got no idea if they were able to maintain that result. You have no idea if they're happy on the inside. Right. So just detaching yourself from those kinds of things is is a huge part of this. Find find joy in the process yourself, not in achieving what you think somebody else Mm -hmm. has. Right. That goes a long way. And maybe we already said this before, but it's just, you know, understanding that most of this progress that happens in life, no matter what it is, kind of happens in in this middle zone Mm -hmm. of, of being really inconsistent and being like a robot consistent. You don't have to be a robot consistent to achieve the things that you want to do. Right. You can't be down towards the end of the spectrum where you're never consistent with anything, but most people can achieve everything they want to do by staying right in this middle zone, making Mm -hmm. mistakes sometimes, but then getting right back on it. That's just part of the process and not holding yourself up to a standard that's unachievable Mm -hmm. or unsustainable is, is a huge part of it. So, um, I think we should also mention that it's more successful. It's it's easier to be successful in this kind of stuff um, if you start out slow and you build over time. Right. What I mean by that is <laughs> like setting setting yourself up for failure by setting goals that are just unrealistic for where you're at right now is mm-hmm. a surefire way to feel discouraged when you can't live up to those unrealistic expectations. Yeah. So if you have a hundred pounds to lose and you haven't exercised in 10 years, 
you know, saying you're going to give yourself six months to do it and you're going to work out six days a week right. and that's what you're committed to is probably too aggressive and you're not going to live up to that and you're going to probably start this cycle of feeling like you failed. So yeah. it would be better if you set a goal to lose, you know, just a couple pounds in the first month mm-hmm. and only work out three times a week for the first couple months. Yeah. Get some momentum underneath your belt, build up some wins, avoid that situation where you feel like you failed, mm-hmm. you know, that you're setting yourself up for success by starting slow and building slowly. Right. Another good strategy to use is to build into your program, whatever you want to call it, some pre-planned freedom versus like 100% restriction. 100% restriction is impossible to, you know, stick with over the long term. And it can really lead to, you know, those feelings of failure when you can't live up to those unrealistic expectations. So, you know, this might look like something on the exercise side be like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to skip a workout, you know, every month and not feel bad about it. I'm just going into it knowing that I'm going to some days not be feeling it, give myself permission to skip it. No hard feelings. It was part of the plan. And then on the nutrition side, uh, if you're counting your calories, you know, give yourself a calorie allowance every day to do whatever you want with. So you're not feeling so restricted. Like if you're somebody who loves to eat chocolate, you know, give yourself 100 or 200 calories per day to eat whatever you want. It will keep you from building up those feelings of restriction that might lead you to want to, um, you know, binge on certain things or just go crazy because you felt so restricted, which in turn just keeps you from getting to that point where you feel like you have a reason to keep making bad decisions or to keep you from feeling like I failed. It's time to quit. You planned for it, you know? So it's just part of having balance in the whole approach. You got to remember that this whole thing is like, when I say thing, I just mean making continual progress is, is more like a dimmer switch than a switch that just goes up and down. This thing slides. Some days you have amazing days and the dimmer is up really high and then some days aren't great and the dimmer is down low, but you never completely turn it on or off. It's just part of the process. You know, this whole thing might take you a year, two years to get it to where you're no, feeling like no longer restricted by the all or nothing mentality, but it really is possible to overcome it. So uh, we talked about a lot of things here. <laughs> Let's, let me just kind of wrap up the things that I think people can walk away with and put into place today to overcome this. So it starts with the way that you talk to yourself and the way that you believe that you are. You have to believe that you're capable of making change and you have to stop using words that define success in these black and white terms. And you got to stop using words that, um, you know, put yourself in a negative light because those thoughts, they lead to action. So you have to overcome that. And then thinking about giving yourself the same grace and and advice that you would give to a friend be kind to yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't say negative things about yourself when you slip up, like treat yourself like your spouse, Treat, treat yourself the way that you would want somebody to treat you, treat yourself in the same way you would treat a friend that came to you for advice. And then understand that most of this progress happens in the middle ground. It's not, it's not either yes or no, black or white, good or bad, success or failure. All this is a process that kind of happens in the middle. Just mm-hmm. go into it knowing that. Yeah. And then be patient. Start slow, slower than you think. Starting a workout program, start with only a couple days a week. Start with really light weights. Don't do everything in the first week couple weeks, month that you think you're going to do the whole time, give yourself some room to build up on it. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with nutrition. Don't like hardcore restrict right off the bat. You're never going to stick with that. And you're much more likely just to give up, start thinking these negative 
thoughts about yourself uh, and just go through this negative cycle of the all or nothing mentality. And then spend some time digging into the why behind the setbacks that you have. Don't just write them off as, um, as failures, like really dig into it. Like, why are you having trouble getting up in the morning to work out? Do you need to go to bed earlier? What does your nighttime routine look like? How are you managing your stress during the week and at night and stuff like that? And then on the same side, on the other side of the nutrition, like what were the triggers that led to you making the decision that you wanted to? Is there a way that we can work on that? Can we move certain foods that are tough for you to resist out of sight? Can we stop buying those things? Are there substitutions we can make? You know, actually putting effort into the things that can make the change versus just letting the emotion dictate what you're going to do in the future. And then, um, giving yourself, I feel like I'm talking a lot. (laughs) Feel free to butt in. (laughs) I'm running out of breath, but giving yourself some pre-planned forgiveness and freedom within the context of all this, let yourself skip a day and not feel bad about it. It's part of the plan. Give yourself some calories to work with for treats. You know, it's part of the plan. You didn't mess up. It was part of the plan. You know, and then sticking with this over the long term and understanding that it is not a yes or no thing. It's not on and off. It's not perfect or failure. I mean, if, if we gave up every time we faced a setback or we had a bad workout or I ate too much carrot cake one night, we'd never never make the progress that we've made. Our business wouldn't be where we're yeah. at. We wouldn't be having the impact on people that we are. And that's really what this is about. Setting a good example for other people, improving your health, and being on this journey to become a fitter, stronger, healthier person. So we can live longer. So, be, you know. Yeah. Yep. So you can just spread the word. <laughs> spread the digital barbell love worldwide. On a lighter note, um, you can't see this, but Jonathan keeps having to wake our dog up because we had done a whole first half of this and realized that she was sitting over here snoring very loudly and we played it back and you could actually hear her snoring like louder than us talking so she might be snoring on this one i don't know i guess we'll find that when we listen to it anyway but anyway thank you guys for listening this is a really big thing and we're here if you guys need help with it reach out to us through the website or through social media if there's a particular thing with this that you're struggling with um, maybe we don't have all the answers, but we're certain, certainly willing to walk with you and help you figure it out. So uh, we appreciate you guys all tuning in. We will catch you on the next episode. Thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. But real quick, before we go, do us a personal favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review and be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for the latest and greatest content. If you're interested in working with Blakely and I, we have a few different ways we can help. We offer one-on-one nutrition coaching, 100% custom workout programs based on your goals, and we offer both a 12-week barbell strength building program called Built, as well as a 12-week full body fitness program that can be done at home. We call it Body. Get all the details and reach out to us through the website at digitalbarbell.com. Have a great day.